Hey everyone, welcome to this week's conversation with Dr. Stephen Ned about the body and how to fix, protect, or maintain it using outside-the-box alternative solutions. If you're a big fan of the pharmaceutical or surgical approach, you are so in the wrong place because on this podcast, we're not going to be pushing the conventional medicine methods or way of thinking about health. If you're looking for a way to live longer and healthier, join me, Ron Ned, and my brother, Dr. Stephen Ned, for this week's body chat about different types of neck pain. Me? I'm a retired Twin Cities chiropractor currently helping people buy and sell homes in the Tampa Bay and Los Angeles areas. My brother has a thriving chiropractic practice in the Clearwater area of Tampa Bay, Florida. In this podcast, we're going to chat about all sorts of topics related to health, nutrition, exercise, just about everything having to do with the body. You're invited to listen in to our body chat, but don't forget that neither of us is giving you health advice. So don't rush off to do something without either checking with your doctor first or seeing Dr. Steve Annette as a patient at his office. Good afternoon, Steve. Good afternoon, Ron. So we're going to continue on this musculoskeletal trek that we've been on. And this week, we're going to be talking about the neck and neck pain as we move our way through the body. And so we talked about neck pain very, very early on, but we didn't go into detail. This week, we're going to go into a little more, more detail about it. And let's start out by clarifying what the neck is considered to be and what isn't considered to be part of the neck so that people understand what we're dealing with. All right. Well, the neck is a relatively small area covering the area between the base of the skull and the top of the shoulders in the back. And in the front, uh, from the bottom of the lower jaw bones to the bones of the upper chest, including the sternum, also known as your breastbone, and the clavicles, also known as your collarbones. Anything outside of that is not considered the neck. So, you know, the foundation of the neck is the seven vertebrae that make up the cervical spine. The spinal cord, which goes through there, begins in the upper neck and extends down inside of the neck. Within that area, there's eight pairs of spinal nerves that exit between the vertebrae. Uh, the neck also contains quite a few muscles that not only position the head, but also allow neck movements to occur. So it's for, they're for stabilization as well as movement. The neck also houses some important organs, including the vocal cords, which are housed by the larynx, which is part of the respiratory system. The trachea, which is part of the respiratory system also, and eventually branches off into the chest at the right and left bronchi of the lungs. Uh, your upper esophagus, and the thyroid and parathyroid glands, which are important hormonal glands. It also includes the carotid arteries, which provide 80% of the blood supply to the brain and the vertebral arteries, which provide the other 20%. And there are also important lymph vessels and lymph nodes in the neck too. Yeah. So there's a lot that's going on up there. Now, what are the different kinds of pain that people can experience that are just on the surface of the neck? Well, first of all, the primary anatomy of the surface of the neck includes skin, connective tissue called fascia, muscles, uh, again, the trachea, and the back of the vertebrae called the spinous processes. Those are those little bumps that you feel in the middle of the back of the neck. Now, you can experience all kinds of pain on the outside of the neck, including soreness, achiness, numbness and tingling, burning, tightness, as well as sharp pain. Okay. 
So that's what you can experience as far as surface pain. What are some of the causes of those types of pain? Well, you know, I would say that muscle pain is right up there as the most common type of superficial pain in the neck. And that could be due to muscle strains or tears from an injury such as an auto accident. Muscle spasm, you know, from sleeping the wrong way or from even an electrolyte deficiency. And muscle tightness or soreness from poor posture from slouching at your computer or texting with your head forward and downward. Now, spinal misalignments, also known as subluxations, can not only affect the muscles by pulling on them awkwardly, but they can result in nerve interference, which can cause a variety of painful symptoms on the surface of the neck. Uh, a neck injury can also cause bruising, which not only can be unsightly, but also painful due to broken blood vessels that you can see. And lymph nodes near the surface of the neck can become inflamed due to infection, and they can be pretty tender when you touch them. Okay. Now, what are the effective treatments that you've seen that work with different conditions like those that you just mentioned? Yeah, you know, just like any other type of condition that's treated correctly, you have to identify the cause and treat the cause of the problem instead of just the symptoms. So, you know, in other words, if you have surface neck pain due to a spinal misalignment, then taking a painkiller is not going to adjust that misalignment back into place. I mean, it may give you some temporary pain relief but the pain will likely return and will continue to persist until you address and correct the cause, which is ideally handled by chiropractic adjustments. So, you know, let's look again at the, all the various causes of neck muscle pain and come up with some workable solutions. Okay. So if it's due to a muscle strain or a tear from an injury, like an auto accident, then wearing a neck brace, using a cervical pillow, taking supplements to enhance healing, and getting cold laser treatments to accelerate healing are all things that I would recommend. Uh, muscle spasm can be helped by taking extra magnesium since it's the best natural muscle relaxant. Uh, you know, you can also take a comprehensive electrolyte formula like Ultima since muscle spasm can also be due to deficiencies of other electrolytes besides magnesium like potassium and salt. And you can also address your sitting and sleeping postures. And we've done podcasts on that in the past. Uh, gentle chiropractic adjustments will handle spinal misalignments of the neck. And if you have swollen and tender lymph nodes, you may need to take an antibiotic to handle a bacterial infection, uh, along with you know immune boosters like vitamins A, C, and D, as well as zinc and calcium if you have a fever with it. Okay. So now that's the surface type of pain that people can experience. What about pain that's experienced that's deeper in the neck, but localized? What are those different types of pains that people can experience? Well, deeper localized pain includes all the types of pain that I covered for superficial neck pain, such as, you know, achy, sore, numb, tingly, burning, tight, and sharp. You know, it just all depends on what part of the anatomy is involved. Okay. And what are the causes of those different types of pain? Well, let's start with joint problems, which includes spinal misalignments, arthritis, and degeneration. Okay. Uh, you know, the joints of the neck that are notorious for producing pain are called the facet joints, which are found in the back of the neck. And the pain tends to be deep, sharp, or aching, especially when you lean your head to the involved side. 
And they may feel worse in the morning or after a period of inactivity, you know, if they contain arthritis. Uh, sprained ligaments from injuries such as a whiplash from an auto accident can not only be painful, but also cause instability of the neck vertebrae. A spinal disc can be painful if the outer fibers of it tear or if it becomes inflamed or even infected. And another cause of deep neck pain is an infection, a deep neck infection that can occur not only in a disc, which is you know pretty rare, and this is called discitis. But really, most commonly in adults, it originates in the teeth and periodontal structures hmm. and in children from the tonsils and the throat area. Very interesting. Yeah, we had, a, we had an episode where we went into some of that stuff and the effect that the teeth can have on different areas of the body is pretty dramatic. People don't realize that. So now when somebody has those different types of conditions that cause that deeper type of pain, what are the more effective treatments that you've seen? Well, to handle painful facet joints, uh, chiropractic adjustments along with neck traction and cold laser therapy or remedies I've found to be very successful. Uh, sprained neck ligaments, which typically take a long time to heal since they don't get a very good blood supply, uh, can be helped with regular chiropractic adjustments so that the vertebrae are lined up ideally, which takes the stress off the ligaments. In addition, an outstanding supplement that I recommend for ligament injuries is called Ligamend, and this basically supplies nutrients to accelerate ligament healing. Uh, spinal discs are not only helped by chiropractic adjustments, but also various forms of traction, especially computerized spinal decompression so that the discs can have a chance to heal and decompress down to the point that the nerves are either less irritated or not irritated anymore at all. Uh, excellent nutrition for disc building and disc healing is a supplement that I also carry called Ultraflex, which contains glucosamine sulfate, chondroitin sulfate, and MSM, and as well as other nutrients that work extremely well together for this purpose. And finally, you know, for deep neck infections originating from the teeth and periodontal area in adults or tonsils and throat in children, the typical medical remedy is obviously antibiotics. But, it, you know, if it's not a bacterial infection, but rather a virus, or if it's just a mild bacterial infection, then a workable alternative approach is to swish the mouth and throat with silver water, colloidal silver, load up on vitamins A, C, and D avoid dairy and, and load up on calcium if you have a fever so that you trigger your white blood cells to fight the infection quickly and reduce the fever along calcium from leaching out of your bones. Since, you know, again, the mechanism and purpose of a fever is that your muscles are warming up your bones to release calcium to trigger white blood cells to fight an infection. Right. Okay. So we've gone over that before. Hopefully going over that a number of times helps it to sink in a little bit better. Now, what are the types of pain that have an origin in the neck but aren't felt in the neck and are felt only somewhere else. Well, you know, this is almost exclusively due to nerve pain in which the nerve is injured or just irritated or pinched in the neck. Uh, but the pain is referred to a more distant area, such as the shoulders, chest, face, upper back, arms, or all, all the way down to the fingers. And really, this is because of how our nerves are wired in the body. You know, the pain comes from a, one area of the body in this case, the neck, and then it's sent to the brain. And then the brain sends a, a pain signal to another part of the body where you feel it. Okay. That makes sense. And so you started to describe this, but why don't you finish by going over what the causes are for these types of pain? 
Well, you know, of all the areas that the neck refers pain to, the shoulder is by far the most common. And I'm talking about the top of the shoulder over your upper trapezius muscle that's between your neck and your arm. And there's four main causes of shoulder pain that comes from the neck. The first one is called cervical spondylosis, which is a fancy name for arthritis of the neck spine area. Then you have what's called spinal stenosis, which is narrowing of the spine, usually due to arthritis or degeneration, old age. And, you know, this not only involves narrowing of the spinal canal, but also the holes where your nerves exit between the vertebrae called the foramen. Uh, next up is a disc bulge or a herniation, which can push backwards and press on the nerves that go to your shoulder, but also all the way down your arm, depending on which nerves are involved. And this can be quite painful. And then finally, there, you can have a ligament or muscle injury in that area, usually after a fall or a motor accident. Okay. Now, have you found effective treatments for those various different things that you just mentioned? Well, yes. And if we look at the four causes that we just went over, uh, you know, somebody with neck arthritis, uh, that can be remedied by following an anti-inflammatory diet like Dr. Gundry's plant paradox, along with taking anti-inflammatory supplements like turmeric or curcumin, uh, fish oil, and enzymes on an empty stomach. Uh, it can also be remedied with cold laser therapy, neck traction, and chiropractic adjustments. Uh, spinal stenosis, as well as a disc bulge or herniation, can also be helped with chiropractic adjustments and neck traction, especially the computerized spinal decompression table. And ligament or muscle injuries, again, are helped by the various supplements that I recommended earlier, along with cold laser therapy, gentle chiropractic adjustments, as well as acupuncture and dry needling, and also kinesio taping. Okay. So these are all mechanical type situations that we're looking at dealing with here that's causing a lot of this pain. Yeah, as well as it could be nutritional too, because arthritis can be due to your diet. You know, if you're eating things that are pro-inflammatory, then, you know, the neck, if it's a weak area of the body, remember the weak link in the chain theory, the weak link in the chain is where stress hits. So if your neck is you know, has weakness there, then inflammation as well as infection and other things will tend to attack the weakest tissues of the body. That's very true. So let's go over the next type, which is where you have pain that you feel both in the neck and somewhere else. All right. Well, you know, these are basically the same types of nerve pain as those only felt elsewhere, also known as referred pain, which I just went over, but you know, the neck is also involved in this case. Okay. And what are the causes of those types of pain? Well, I'd have to say that pain felt both in the neck and referred areas, you know, that are remote from the neck have essentially the same causes as the referred pain ones that I just covered, including neck arthritis, spinal stenosis, disc conditions, and soft tissue injuries. Yeah. So then it would be probably different parts of the nerve that's being affected because if you're feeling pain and just one area that's part of the nerve. And if it's in two different areas, that's other part of the nerve. Exactly. Okay. And what are the effective treatments for those? Well, you know, again, depending on the source of the pain, the treatment addresses the cause. So we've already gone over these and, you know, whether it's structural, such as a misaligned vertebra or an injured soft tissue, or, you know, it can be degenerative, such as arthritis or stenosis, 
or nutritional, uh, which could be dietary or the need for supplements. Okay. Now, is there anything else you'd like to say regarding neck pain? No, I think uh, this pain in the neck episode should be a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, except for the fact that all of these different types of pain may feel different to people, but they have similar causes, not the exact same cause, but the first step for all of them is going to be diagnostic. What is causing them so that you know what the issue is and what needs to be treated in the correct treatment program? You nailed it. All right. Well, next week, what we're going to do is we're going to move slightly down from the neck and we're going to go into an area we've brought up before, but we're going to do a little more in-depth look at it like we did with the neck this week. And that's the shoulder girdle. We've talked about shoulder pain. We've talked about shoulder rehabilitation, but we're going to get into the whole shoulder girdle, which is bones, muscles, ligaments, everything working together because it's not just your arm in the shoulder socket that makes up the shoulder. Like you said today, you have the clavicle, you have it attaching to the breastbone, you have the the bone in the back that people think of like the wing, yeah, the scapula. Anyway, and there's different muscles that are attached and you can have a lot of different things going on there because it's a complex and complicated structure there that's not just your arm sitting in a shoulder socket. So next week, we're going to move down. We're going to talk about the shoulder girdle. All right. And it'll be kind of applicable because that'll be, isn't next week the last weekend of games before the Super Bowl? Or is it this weekend? Um, This weekend is the last. This is the championship weekend. That's why I'm wearing a red shirt today for the Buccaneers. Okay, good. Well, big thing for quarterbacks is shoulder stuff that goes on. So we're going to be talking about the shoulder girdle, which if they screw up their shoulder, they're out. And if they have it in good shape, they'll be throwing well. So this is a a vital episode for the upcoming Super Bowl. Amen. In a way. All right. We'll talk next week. You got it. Thanks for joining us this week on the Body Chat Podcast. We both really appreciate your time and your attention. We want to provide you with interesting and informative episodes each week, and if you have a topic you'd like us to cover or any questions you'd like us to answer, send an email to us at info at bodychatpodcast.com. That's info at bodychatpodcast.com. To make sure you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, subscribe to the Body Chat Podcast now on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify. See you next week.